0: Welcome to the Show Up Fitness Podcast, where great personal trainers are made. We are changing the fitness industry one qualified trainer at a time with our in-person and online personal training certification. If you want to become an elite personal trainer, head on over to showupfitness.com. Also, make sure to check out my book, How to Become a Successful Personal Trainer. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Have a great day and keep showing up. Howdy, everybody, and welcome back to the Show Up Fitness podcast. We are lucky to have a big hunk from Chicago in the podcast today, Mr. Blaze, and he's going to start us off by getting into a program for a hockey athlete. Let's go with a 16-year-old, comes to Blaze. You're going to hear Blaze's story. He's the first Show Up Fitness CPT to complete all three levels He did the CPT over a year ago. He was number 25. He got into the mentorship, social media, nutrition course. And because he's such a hunk, we decided to get him through the CSCS, past that sucker. And now he's working with athletes and doing what he loves. Smart ass kid, really excited to have him on here. Why don't you start us off, Blaze, by designing that program for a hockey athlete?
1: Sure. So first we're going to start off with a dynamic warm-up, you know, whether that be just some regular stretches, and then we'll get into some more dynamic things such as jumps or like a karaoke. So once we're feeling good, we're warmed up, we'll get into a superset consisting of hang clean, four sets of three, really working on power, higher intensity, supersetted with a lateral medicine ball hop. So three sets of 10 on each side, each side that we go to, we're bringing that ball with us, exploding to the other side. After we do that, we'll do Bulgarian split squats. We'll go three sets of six to eight, supersetted with landmine press 3 sets of 12 and then also supersetted with a side plank row with a band we'll go 3 sets of 20 on each side for that after that we'll go sornex hamstring curls 3 sets of 12 supersetted with bear crawls we'll go 3 sets of 20 yards for that and then at the end we'll do a bit of conditioning but still making it fun uh, we'll do a game where you know we're we're almost like playing football except it's not just two wide receivers and two DBs. It's a team of wide receivers and a team of DBs. And you can only move uh, so many steps before you got to pass the ball. And whoever scores, you know, six touchdowns wins.
0: Love it. And so that would be essentially a needs analysis. Now you're working in an environment currently that is hockey specific, but do you have a hockey background?
1: Nope, not at all. Prior to working with the athletes that I'm working with now, really couldn't tell you you know, any hockey positions other than a a goalie, you know, that's it. um, It's where I grew up at. It's not a super popular sport, like literally no opportunity to play hockey where I live at. So working with these athletes is really opening me, opening me up to an entirely new market, you know, just making me smarter and getting me more experience for the future.
0: And that's the beauty of a qualified trainer and coach is that you can take a person in front of you and you learn about them. And for the CSCS, they call that the needs analysis. So you find out the energy demands of the athletes. So hockey would be roughly 50%, ATP, PC, looking at maybe 20, 30% glycolytical, and then at the end, oxidative, another 20, 30%. So that's how you would design the programs based off of its in-season, post-season, out-of-season, and where that individual is. And then you look at the demands for the sport. If we're Multiplanar, is it a sprinter, which is all sagittal primarily, or in hockey, it's a lot of this, you know, contralateral and cross-chain connection. And so that's why that lateral plank with the row, very, very specific to an athlete who needs that crossover and those they call that the oblique sling. And and then possible injuries. What are the muscles that are used? Notice it was very lower body specific because. Hockey is very lower body specific. Yeah, you need to have the rotational part, very similar to a soccer athlete, but you do need the power from the stick, but that's not going to be the primarily focus point of the programming, all upper body. And we have power and plyometrics in that first CC. And then we got into Bulgarians and then some landmine press for upper body strength into that carryover accessory. And then you, fend off, you end off of what's in your environment. So you, you may hear a sore neck, you're like, what the hell is that? I bet you at the gym that you're working at, they have, you know, nicer equipment. So you have access to that based on your environment, right?
1: Yeah. Prior to working at this job, I had no idea what a soreness was. So, you know, just little things like that, you know, really add up to make you, you know, a qualified trainer.
0: So let's talk about that journey. Over a year ago, you came across Show Up. You're a smart hunk. You're getting your degree in kinesiology. And Smart people I love because COG's in the system. And if you're listening to this, your panties and jockstrap are going to get in a bundle. Well, we come across a textbook certification. You read one of the the popular ones. You take a test. And then just like all these Facebook forums and Reddit, you hear people saying, I'm certified, but I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know how to program. They're programming anecdotally. But you're a smart kid and you go, you know what? A profession that is kinesthetic, you need hands-on learning. How am I going to get that through a textbook? And so you put two and two together, you came across show up, you're the 25th show up into CPT. And then you went out there and started training and you're working with people in your area online, getting that experience. And now you look at a year later, you got your CSes, and you're working with athletes. Ultimately, you want to work with more MMA and, and, and different athletes and boxing and so forth. But let's talk about that first year. and really what planted that seed into your mind to get the show up into CPT and where you're at today because of that.
1: Yeah. So going into my final year of college, I really, you know, I I still had no idea what I wanted to do as a career. You know, I, I've always had a, a passion for health and fitness, but I still had no idea what I wanted to do. And so the summer leading into that final year, I was like, okay, let me, let me become a personal trainer. Even if I don't do anything with it, the things that I'll learn, I'll still be able to at least apply to myself, you know, make me better in the gym. And, you know, maybe I can spread a little bit of that knowledge. So. Yeah, you know, I was doing my research. I was uh very close to purchasing this crazy $700 900 bundle through like ISSA or NASM, you know. I thought I was doing I was getting a super great deal on this $900 bundle to make me, you know, the best trainer in the world, right? Well, that's not how it works. And I actually uh I discovered Show Up Fitness on a, a Reddit thread. I think people were I don't know what they were talking about. Uh, Well, maybe it was what was the best trainer certification or what are some great sources. And they actually, uh, they linked to a YouTube video of your guys. I remember I watched it and then I commented. I was like, I asked some sort of question about like, what would be your recommendation? You know, if you're not sure if you want to be a personal trainer or not. And I remember you replied, you're like, find your why as to why you're doing this. And uh, so I ended up going through show up. And to this day, I would say it's one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life because not only has it made me a qualified personal trainer, but I've been able to meet, not physically yet, but eventually I will, um, some mentors through this program, just like you and Barack. Um, it's really just learning from people that I highly respect. And so I went through uh, level one. The marathon continues, so I went through level two, the mentorship, and then the nutrition program. Get to learn through a registered dietitian with Mel. You know, she is a badass. You know, I said that from the moment I met her, and then going through the course, I was like, gained a lot of respect for her. And uh, and then after the nutrition course, uh, went through the CSCS prep class over the summer, passed my CSCS in October, and now here we are. I got a job working with athletes. Um, And also gen top clients as well. So very excited for the the experience I'm going to have with this current uh, job. And, you know, definitely would not be where I'm at today without Show Up Fitness and the things that I continue to accomplish in the future. You know, Show Up Fitness will be a huge factor in that.
0: We will be out in Chicago. I think it's in April. We are going to be launching our seminar schedule for 2024. So we'll definitely meet up and, and cheers to your success and just cannot highlight enough the importance of doing your due diligence and research. I hear it so many times and I want to just bash my head against the wall. People will say, I did my research, this certification is the best. And I'll ask that, why? What are you getting out of it? Is there a specific gym that you are at that says, I have to have this certification? For example, at Show Fitness, you cannot get hired here at any of our gyms that charge 175 to 250 per session if you have any certification, the only one we accept is a show up in the CPT. So when someone says you have to have the NASA, and the ACE, ISSA, it's smoke and mirrors. You do not. They just preface it. They may have a connection tied to them for you know, 10, 15 years because they got it back in the day and they believe in that cert, which, which is fine to each their own, but you do not have to get that cert. You've been training for over a year with the show Fitness CPT, helping people properly. You get into classes. You learn how to program. You've taken Katie's stuff. We're the one who actually did the CPT on you. You were able to test in front of us. You have the competency to design it. Now you go out there. You start working with your clientele. Some of your first clientele were more your age, right? 20s, 25s, around about that?
1: Yeah, they're about my age. But um, actually, my very first client that I was training in person, you know, he was a beginner. He was about two years younger than me, but he was starting from square one. So, you know, I can't put him under a bar and expect him to have a good movement pattern on the bench press and be able to rep out 135. You know, we had to start from the basics. First, you know, you had to start with just going through the motions of getting a good form down of doing a bench. Then, you know, we can work our way up to weight. And that was one thing I really stressed to him is that, uh, you know, just remember where you are now. And then down the line, we'll reflect on that and see all the progress that we made. Don't compare yourself to me. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. You know, It's all about you and making you better with the, not to say limitations, but the experience that you have.
0: Now I want to highlight how awesome you are because you look the part, you talk the part, you're confident, but we paid for his exam for the CSCS because Of the stuff that he was doing. It wasn't just because you got an awesome beard and you're you're good looking. It was because of the action-based things that you were doing. I would get text messages, emails, YouTube comments from people saying, this cat Blaze told me to look you guys up. And I'm looking at it now and I'm saying, oh, this is actually good information versus so many trainers will tell other trainers, just get your textbook certification. And there's nothing that fires me up more when i hear that why would you fucking read a textbook that has literally no preparation for your career working with people in your hands it doesn't teach you how to regress and how to modify movements notice how we said movements and patterns and not just choosing random fucking exercises which 99.99% of trainers do they program off of how they've trained how they think they're supposed to train they do not have a science backed emphasis now The thing that's really intriguing to me is you were in school getting your degree in kinesiology, but the professors are so engaged in their teachings that are they even aware of what it takes to become a personal trainer? It's almost like a different world to them, right? Why weren't they saying you should go and get this specific certification? A lot of professors, and if you're listening to this and you're going through school, ask your professor in kinesiology if they've ever heard of NASM or ACE. I guarantee you they haven't because they based their findings off of the scientific literature, NSCA and ACSM. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Blaze, but did your professors talk a lot about these certifications?
1: No, never. I could not recall one time in any of my you know, four years of college that I had a professor mention anything about ACE, NASM, or, or really even being a personal trainer.
0: And that's, that's what we're trying to fix right there. We want people to realize you can turn your passion for fitness into a career. It's not going to be easy though. There's going to be highs and there's going to be lows. And what would be some pointers you have for trainers in year one? Because you've already defied the statistics. Most trainers will quit within that first year. You're still doing it and you're progressing and you're leveling up now working with athletes. You have the foundation a year from now, three years from now, it's going to be a whole different ballgame, but what would those pieces of advice be?
1: Well you know, don't get into it just because you like going to the gym. You know, don't think that just because you enjoy going to the gym and you've had some results that that makes you a good personal trainer. You need to have the passion of wanting to help people. And, you know, ever since I started going to the gym, I, you know, I've made so many friends just through that. And yeah, I've I've had plenty of friends that, you know, I met them by teaching them how to go to the gym. And then friendships just spiraled uh, from that. So really know why you're doing this and don't think you're going to get into this. And you're immediately going to work with athletes or make a ton of money. Like, you know, it's going to take a while for that to happen. And you need to get into this with the right intentions.
0: Where does Blaze want to be one year from now?
1: Just continuing on the path that I am. I know that if I continue with my head down and I'm focused, that I will, you know, I'll be destined for success with the the people I surround myself with you know the show up fitness crowd you know i have great mentors in my life and that's one piece of advice i would give for personal trainers or just anyone who's young coming up in this world is whatever it is have mentors that you respect and you can bounce questions off them get their input on things you know advice you know that's priceless and some mentors in my life are like you barack like I went. I uh. I signed up for Barack's strength and conditioning program a couple months ago, just because I respected him, and I just wanted to learn from him. So whatever I could learn, I could apply that to myself in the future, as well as you know clients, athletes that I work with, and then also uh, a guy that you know he's been a huge influence in my life. He's a head athletic trainer out of the college here, um, where I live. His name's B.J. Fox. He's a wizard, you know when it comes to anything about the human body, movement, you know, the gym, health, fitness, I would trust that guy, you know, with anything. And uh, he's been a huge influence on my life. Just, just as, as you have.
0: I well, appreciate that. It's always nice to hear those kind words and you got a, a nice path that you're on. And, and one thing that blaze and I've talked about in the past, and we're always improving, uh, we're looking at that swift, but his biggest weakness, he does not like, social media, doesn't like talking on a story. And I think that's great to hear. So why don't you talk through that a little bit, Blaze, because people are listening to this right now and they're thinking, oh my God, this guy's been doing this for so long. He's super experienced, but we all have those fears, those negative thoughts. So let's dig a little deeper into that fear behind social media and getting in your story. You're doing great now, but you're scared shitless of your story.
1: Yeah, no. And you know, just to piggyback off what I was saying, it's important to have people who hold you accountable and will call you out on your bullshit. And that's, you know, why I appreciate what you do. Um, yeah, just to be frank, I don't post on my social media. Well, I post on my TikTok, but not on like my Instagram. I don't know why I'm totally missing the mark here because I know I'd be successful if I did. Um, but now that you know I'm at this new gym working with a diverse population of athletes, we'll definitely get some content made and who knows? Maybe if you're listening to this, you have no idea who I am, but a year from now, you know, maybe I'll have a hundred thousand followers. So we'll see.
0: It's got to take
1: it. that first step though. So.
0: You do. It is action-based. I was talking to a rim. He's, uh, I call him the, the Turkish sensation because I've been mentoring that guy. He was the top, f- he's the first five to get certified. And we had a call earlier today and he, he sounded a little down. He called me out early. He's like, Chris, you know, why are you down? I'm like, It's fucking 4.30 on a Saturday. I'm not down. I'm just waking up and giving him shit. But then after our conversation, you know, I said, everything all right, bud? You sound a little down right now. And he's like, you know, sometimes I'll go into these low spots where I just think about stuff, but then I know what will get me out of it and it's action. And I thought that was really neat to hear that because whenever we're having a bad day, whenever we're we're thinking too much, which everyone does, just remember action is going to get you out of there. So a year from now, Blaze Action-Based. He could have a hockey guy that's out there and he's selling these like cupcakes and you know, 29 bucks here, 29 bucks there. You may not think it's a lot, but if you were to sell a product for $29 and hundred people buy it, mom and dad are going to be buying these things for the kids. So 29 bucks at a hundred, that's three grand a month as a second or third stream of revenue. So you put in the work now, you're gathering what the programming looks like. You start taking notes and you 365 days later, the programming that you're going to have developed, it's just like how I wrote my book. When I first started getting the idea, I would do blogs and I would write a blog on this, write a blog on this. And then six months later, I took all those blogs. Oh, there's just some good topics I can condense. And then you know, 20 blogs turned into chapter one and two. And chapters one and two turned into my first book and then my second one. And now I'm going to be releasing the volume two of how to become a successful personal trainer, which is going to be significantly longer and more, uh, more thorough, but it takes time. And if you look at it as, oh, I don't have the capacity to write a book, you're looking at it wrong. You need to ask the question, do you have what it takes to write one page? Because a book is comprised of hundreds of pages. Do you have what it takes to do one? And so that's important for the listener when it comes to whatever challenges you have. If you want to get hired at a place, don't think of it as, oh, Equinox is the best gym. How are you going to take that first step to help one person? Can you train one person? So it comes to your social media story, just do one. Get in there one time and say, hey, showing up. Just get out of the, get the fear out of the way. And then continue to work on developing stuff for the future. And then you reflect back and you go, you know, this is really fucking cool. Making three grand a month off of a project that I've developed over the last year. Most trainers fail within 12 months because they have one stream of revenue. They don't have the foundation, the fundamentals, the business skills. This is a very rewarding career and you can help people. But really, it's such... I say this a lot and I'm stealing it from a book. It's called Blue Ocean Strategy, but it is a blue ocean. There isn't competition in the fitness industry. If you allow an influencer who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing to cloud your action, that's on you because there isn't competition. People understand their body, not the human body. Who would have guessed that Blaze, a year ago, you'd been working with hockey athletes. Would you ever have thought that?
1: No, never.
0: And now look at you. So a year from now, who knows? You could be working for the UFC. You could be working for who knows what. Action is what's going to dictate that though. And you're learning. And the important thing to take away from this, as he said, mentors. Who is mentoring you right now? He had the balls to get in there and learn from all these different classes. Danny and Katie, Josh, he got the fundamentals, moved in with RDs, working with strength coaches. That's a boatload of information that gives you the confidence. So when you have these interviews, And someone's like, yeah, we're going to be uh, working with hockey athletes. Your mind may be going, what the fuck is hockey all about? But you have the confidence to have that conversation. They go, you know what? We need you part of the team. That's so awesome, man. I'm proud of you. You have a great story. And the coolest thing is you're so much further than I ever was in my career. You're what, freaking 21, 22?
1: Yeah, I'm 23.
0: Ah, Bullshit. You know, I'm almost twice your age and you're kicking ass and your journey is going to be so cool to reflect on five years from now, and then you're gonna have another ten years of that. You're gonna reflect back on that and like, oh shit, I've really grown into this badass entity, helping tons of people safely. And the ideas haven't even begun to be planted into your brain on what you're capable of, which is the most exciting part because the sky or Mars is the limit, my man. So, any questions you have for me before we hop on off, or anything else you want to address?
1: Um, yeah, I would say what is one piece of advice that you would give for anyone starting out or why should someone choose show up fitness?
0: I think if everyone is following a path that leads to a lack of professionalism, a lack of not only success, but respect is the word I was looking for. Trainers are not respected. You can talk to a hundred people and tell them you're a trainer, and I want, I wish we could. Maybe that's a project I need to do. Take a screenshot of their face. Yeah, oh, that sucks. Like, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? We're not respected, and so imagine if you can create respect out of a career that is eons behind the rest of the professions. We work. Have you worked with a person with your hands? Have you actually had to touch a client in in some shape or form? Of course. Yeah, of course. How do you become a trainer? You read a textbook, you touch pages. What the hell? I say this and it pisses people off, but the average textbook trainer should get paid minimum wage for a year because you don't have the qualifications. You are not a respected fitness professional. Just because you took a photo with your 13 certifications who you're advertising for that didn't do shit for you, you're promoting the bullshit. So you shouldn't get paid a respectable salary. I'm sorry. If you want to be respected, you have to be different than everyone else. You learn how to program. You learn how to communicate. You learn how to talk to professionals. You had Travis help you out with one of your anatomy classes. He talked to some of your buddies in there. So you're learning anatomy from people who typically you wouldn't think would need to know anatomy. But that levels you up with confidence. And why so many trainers fail is because they think what they did to themselves is how you help other people. There's no textbook to my knowledge that is going to prepare you to work with people who are in pain. They're not going to prepare you how to sell your services, how to build a business, how to build an empire. No, they teach you the lowest hanging fruit, fear-mongering aspects. Let's do an overhead squat. Let's do this stupid-ass exercise because it's hard. Stability ball, squat, curl, press. BOSU ball stuff, ladder drills, stuff that is fear-mongering. Those exercises are bullshit. So I'm biased. Yes, this is our brand. This is what we're building. We know we're the best. I will challenge anyone out there with your textbook certification, go through show up, and then you make that decision and see which one prepares you for success. We have instructors that have been trainers for five years, textbook certs, came through, went through our program. They go, Holy shit. The last five years, I had no fucking clue what I was doing. This gave me light. In these two months, I learned more than all that bullshit experience that I got because learning by yourself is not experience. That's what pisses me off when people say, Oh, I've been in the gym for 15 years. I just need a certification so I can start training. That's scary. That's the blind leading the blind. You need to have someone to, why did you program that? I'm looking at a program for this, this week. Why did you do a back squat into pull-ups into a dead bug? What was your reasoning behind that? Talk to me about it. Oh, because the client's goals were bigger glutes. They want to work on their upper body strength. You don't see renegade rows into burpees, into sprints, into random fucking exercises, which most trainers do. I get passionate about this, Blaze. You open up the can of worms. That's why show up is the best (laughs) because we're passionate about really changing the industry by creating qualified hunks and hunkettes like you. So you're the reason why we're changing it. So I appreciate you more than you could ever imagine. Thank you. I'm proud of you. I'm looking forward to the future, my man. Where can people find you?
1: Find me on Instagram and TikTok, Blaze Strong, B-L-A-I-S-E, Strong. And yes, that is my real name. Love it.
0: Thanks, my man. Remember, what's the most important thing? Keep showing up. Keep showing up. Love it. Thanks, my man.